So, Roaring Girls, uh, yes. Lizzie, Rachel and Jess, Broken Little Robots? Yeah, so it's Broken Little Robots. Um, we're exploring ideas of, of sort of mental health, depression and anxiety, sort of um, looking at our own experiences and trying to widen it out and sort of, or speak to other people's own experiences as it were but we want to we want to be having a conversation about mental health where we're not sat being depressed and talking about it in a very serious tone we want to have a bit of fun with it we want people to leave being energized and and for it to be quite upbeat absolutely like for us we really want to start a conversation amongst people like we want people to leave the performance and talk to each other about kind of maybe experiences they've had or even if they don't feel comfortable talking to someone that they know like phoning up Samaritans or someone who is okay to listen to them, maybe going to your doctor and realising that there isn't a stigma behind it anymore. Like, we're in 2015, there doesn't need to be any kind of scary connotations around mental health. Like, sometimes you're sad and if it lasts more than two weeks, it's a problem, but it's one that can be solved. So, so tell me about the, the creative process. How have you hit the right balance? between um, exploring the issues which could be quite sort of heavy and um, equally sort of balancing that with entertainment and fun. First and foremost it's come from grounding it in in our own experiences. I think it's very easy to look back on things that you've done and go oh god that was stupid or that was funny. There's <laughs> one of the things that we address when we open it is how Rachel sort of discovered that she was suffering from depression. It's a really funny moment if you ignore the fact that what comes later is medication and or therapy or, or what, whatever the sort of the medical side of the treatment is the moment in, it, in and of itself looking back on it is really funny there's human moments where actually we've all got those sorts of flaws and we can laugh at them and just making light of those things it's not the end of the world that that happened it's quite funny that that happened I think that's the way we've done it and the whole show has been made by us having conversations like we would sit down and just talk for hours and we found a lot of coincidences and we found a lot of similarities and then some things were completely different and that makes the show very special to us because it's not only deeply, deeply personal but we've also been able to really open ourselves up and have the conversation with each other and just be really honest. So how, how, how are your characters and how do they differ? What are the, what are the contrasts? What are the similarities? So, Rachel... Um, so the character, the char- we say characters, but it's really just kind of a performed version of ourselves. It's a persona. We're using our own names. We're using things that have actually happened to us, um, and we're just putting it on stage. Me and Jess have been talking an awful lot, and we found a lot of things um, in relation to kind of like our relationships with other people, our relationships with our mothers, and kind of like how that uh, was affected during the illness our relationships with friends and who we've told and who we haven't told so it's been a really kind of for me and Jess we've got to know each other very well Um, and it's just meant that we've been able to pinpoint the things that are similar and again very very different yeah Jess it's just been really nice to talk about it because for me I found it just the whole process has been quite therapeutic because I'm the sort of person that uh, found it very uncomfortable to open up about and talk about I never really admitted it to people um, and even the very first few times me and Rachel met up, I was really holding back. I felt very uncomfortable. But now, like, it's just such a nice, freeing experience to be able to say, yeah, I've had depression, or, you know, I, I have battled with depression. But it, it's just nice to be able to say that and not have to worry that people think that you're crazy or you've got something wrong with you. Which is ultimately, that's ultimately it, is that we want to humanise it. We don't want people to think a show about depression, this is going to be heavy, it's going to be sad, you know. We, we, we talked about living with it. You know, it's not something that d- defines us. It's not 
something that you know they're a very sad person or it's not a characteristic it's just about living with it moving on with it accepting it and finding out your own real your own ways how to deal with it so it's it's been it's been interesting just as a process really um tell me about the venue which, which venue are you performing in on newland so we're doing a piper which is a nightclub down newland avenue um and the reason we chose the space is because we wanted a place where people would often go off to blow steam, uh, blow off steam, and kind of really um, like maybe they'll go and get drunk and just dance and like forget about any rubbish things that they have going on at the moment, and they just want to kind of have a very physical kind of release of emotion and energy and just kind of get out there. Yeah. So that's the reason that we chose Piper. Yeah, one of the first ideas was to have a big dance party at the end, so it made sense to have it in a place where it felt right to have a bit of a dance and sort of get everyone up on their feet. Should now do the L Street dance? <laughs> is, there, is, there, is this a play that can sort of translate easily to a bookshop? Or? <laughs> it could go in a bookshop. It's Why very not? conversational, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very it, so. doing it in a bookshop. Yeah, kind of a cosy little... We can do it uh, anywhere. we just rock up. We'll fill whatever yeah. space needs filling. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Never done afterwards, <laughs> is it? It's actually oh, taking part in Assemblefest. Yeah. yeah you know, you're actually coming together and actually sharing resources... Yeah sharing inspiration, sharing energy, of which you have a lot. Yeah, tell me about that whole process of being part of Assemblefest. It's a really wonderful community to be... That's, that's the, the greatest thing about it, is that we've sort of all gathered together and we all sort of know each other vaguely or you've seen them do a show or you know them from uni. Or th- there is a sort of a, a community of, sort of theatre makers in whole, but to be sort of put in the same room and sort of have the opportunity to say, hi, this is what we're doing, what are you doing? what do you need from us what can we give you what can we get from you you know we found it very useful we've got a few sort of contacts from people we've spoken to people who work as therapists or who are researching sort of psychology things people that we don't have any contacts with but we've gone hey anyone know anyone who knows anything about you know what we're talking about and so many people have said oh i'll give you a number i'll give you an email address and just to be able to have that sort of community of of people and resources to sort of pull together is a really great thing. We've been very lucky in that this is our second time doing Assemble Fest now. Mm. It's a really nice opportunity to kind of check out what everybody else is doing, like see what other people are kind of like look, uh, working towards and things like that. And this year, like the strength of the community is just incredible. Yeah. The Assemble Fest team have done an amazing job of kind of pulling everyone together and being like, guys, let's just help each other, work as a team and make amazing theatre together which yeah. I think is one of the core values of Assemblefest. Yeah, and Maddie and the, the rest of the Assemblefest team have been wonderful at providing a space for us to come together and providing people to, you know, sort of external, sort of people who know what they're talking about to come and, and talk to us about something that they know about or to give us advice or to, you know, just a, a place for us to, to all gather and sort of make sure we're all on track. What are each of you hoping the audience will take away from your particular show? Jess? just to not be scared of depression of having it or knowing someone who has it don't be scared of them and don't be you know don't be scared to ask them how their day is you know the person who you maybe normally think you wouldn't bother speaking to because they're moangy or they, you know they're feeling a bit they're always depressed you know they're always that kind of stigma just like mm. it's, you know it's, to say hello to them and just it, you don't know what's going on behind people's doors you know you don't know what what's going on with everybody so just to not be scared of it, there's that. I think there's the automatic response to mm, depression, not just depression, mental health in general. I think 
it's it, we talked about it. Mental health, is, well, depression, anxiety in particular, tends, uh, it seems to be trending at the minute. Like there's uh, Matt Haig's very um, on social media. He's yeah. all over the place at the moment, and it just seems like it's very on trend, on topic. So it's it's great that people are talking about it, but it just it should be really nice for people to kind of go away and just think actually it's not that scary and a lot more people that we know you know probably have been affected by it so that, that, that's it now i think i think what i really want people to do is to go away having recognized something in it and it's not it's we don't want it to be a, a lecture or a sort of explaining what this is because <laughs> i think people know what it is and people are talking about it and we just want to make sure that the tone of that conversation isn't too depressing for want of a better word and so for people to go away sort of having had a good time but also to go oh yeah I, I recognise that in myself or in someone else or yeah that's that speaks to me in some way that's that's true I'll be able to go away dancing <laughs> <laughs> yes like at the end of the day you need to celebrate life and what you can get out of it and I think for me this year is all about understanding that sometimes bad things happen to good people sometimes you're in a really bad spot but when you work together when you have a community of um, support behind you you really don't need to be there that long like there is a way out and this isn't the end this is just the beginning and sometimes it makes you a bit more of an interesting person to know you can feel that low but then come back and feel ten times as high and if Piper doesn't come off are we going to be dancing in the street? <laughs> they're dancing in the street anyway once they've seen the show um, we've got we've got contingency plans it will be in a in a place where it is appropriate to have a drink and, and to be social and to have a dance and whether that's Piper or Alice Street Social or somewhere it will be in a in a place that we that, that is appropriate for that sort of feeling fantastic I love your energy I look, <laughs> I look forward to seeing the production oh, thank, thank you, you very thank much you. cheers thank you